The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. In this episode, we're going to talk about the underlying root causes of why we have anxiety, and then we'll give some really simple and practical tips. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna and my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. You have to know that every time we hear ourselves do that intro, we make fun of ourselves. What does that say about us? Well, we know how to laugh at ourselves and... All right. We just can't be bothered to redo it. <laughs> That's what it says. I know, because we could totally redo it. Yeah. Okay. But we're not. So, we'll just laugh at ourselves. It's all good. So welcome to part two. On anxiety. On anxiety. Okay. Anxiety. So if you missed part one, we did introduce a book called First, We Make the Beast Beautiful by Sarah Wilson. So I just wanted to share a few things in this book. I'm going to just read... Um, a little bit okay. where, where we all, where we just have to understand that, you know, sometimes it can be good to know an anxious person in your life. So Toast, I'm talking to you. Sometimes okay. it can be good. All right. All right. Okay. I'm sitting down. Preach it. Preach to me. So according to Sarah Wilson in first, we make the beast beautiful. Here's why it's great to just, you know, have uh, to embrace the, the fretter in your life. Planning a picnic? Get an anxious mate on board. They'll be able to provide you with a full itinerary of weather contingency plans <laughs> and better salad delegation techniques. That's great, right? Yes, contingency plans are fantastic. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Sarah Wilson is from Australia. So in a lot of her writing, she will say, call you, call, call mate. you mate. And uh, fretter. Yeah. And a fretter. A fretter. fretter. Yeah. Um, or, hey, planning a dinner, party, holiday, walk in the park, any kind of event in the next 365 days, the fretter will have their phone charged. They'll have remembered Oliver is gluten free. <laughs> They'll have factored in dinner with your mom next month. And your couple's counseling appointment at 5 p.m. This is true. <laughs> this is true. And this is why. Okay, go. Keep going. Keep Fretters. Going. Fretters can also spot a dickhead. Ooh, I'm reading this from the book. very powerful. Their heightened threat radar means they're selective about who they befriend. If you're one of their mates, you can rest easy knowing you're not a dickhead. That was a relief to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fretters will also hear and attend to the dripping tap well before you finally hear it and have 
and have to get up out of bed to turn it off. Mm-hmm. So they notice those little details. Mm-hmm. And fretters are tough. As a functioning, anxious person, they work hard as a matter of course. When the going gets tough, they naturally rise to the occasion. And they have great life advice when you're going through a rough patch. Veritable oracles. They give a shit about everything. So that's from Sarah Wilson. And that so describes you. Well, the reason why I wanted to read it is because don't feel bad if you're a fretter. And that's that's what this whole book is about. It's about make like as the title says, first we make the beast beautiful. It's about embracing it and knowing there are there are gifts to mine from this uh behavior or mm-hmm. this condition or this whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, this tendency, this leaning. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay, so in the last episode about anxiety, you had mentioned the overlap or the relationship between being an empath or a highly sensitive person mm-hmm. and being a anxious person. And I think that that's where the commonality or the overlap is. It's it's that sensitivity. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you're observant. You'll notice things. You'll notice the guy's gluten free or you'll notice the dripping tap. It, it's the every little thing, like nothing escapes you because you're sensitive to to it. Yeah. But it is amazing how that really does describe you. I wonder if memory is also a thing of it, right? Because you you pay attention and you you notice things. You take note. And then you remember it. Yeah. That's interesting. Anyways, so there so if you are a fretter, don't fret about being a fretter because That's there right. are wonderful things to to take from from that. Um and the world needs the world needs needs everybody. It doesn't need you to be anxious. The world does not need you to be anxious about being anxious. Right. Because that world, causes more anxiety. But the world definitely and 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 we benefit from the sensitivity and the observation. We need all the people. Right? And the concerns about the future yeah. and the giving a shit. Right. It's good. Thank right. you. Please. We need, we need all kinds need, of people. Yes. Yes. All kinds of mates. Yes. All kinds of mates. Yes. Okay. So as promised, the underlying root cause of anxiety, a theory that Sarah Wilson presented very early on in the book, which I completely agree with. So I am just going to stand on my soapbox and say, yes, this is the underlying root cause of anxiety and stress and worry. As well and as fear. a lot of things, right? Like a this lot is of an important, yeah. Yes. I think this is the foundational root issue when it comes to it matters of spirituality. Mm-hmm. My favorite topic. And it's what Sarah Wilson in her book calls the quote, something else. And I'll use it in a sentence from Sarah Please Wilson do. to explain it. Please do. Okay. Here's Sarah Wilson. I wish I could do an Australian <laughs> accent because then I would do it in an Australian accent. No. We should have asked Aussie I, to do it. I haven't us. watched. We have a friend we call Aussie. Dundee or what is that? The Crocodile Hunter. Crikey. Okay. I'm really fretting that something is missing that should be making me feel supported, comforted, and assured that everything's going to be okay. That I'm not connected with this something else is my anxiety. Yeah. End quote. Yeah. And when I read that, I was like, yes, preach it, sister. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That that word, connection, mm-hmm. it's our human 
ability to disconnect just psychologically because mm-hmm. well now we everything t- we're doing mm-hmm. you know i mean the what do you mean technology has been fantastic and okay. i'm so grateful for it especially now okay yes yes but it also is the thing that is disconnecting us isn't that interesting from the yes. you know from our current you know the people because living in our house the people that you know we're we're actually with right physically Right. We're still checking Instagram. We're still checking, you know, we're doing that. And yes. yet that is also the thing that helps us to get on Zoom and see a person right. and, and actually feel like, wow, that that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that I, I love that illustration you give because that really speaks to the multidimensional nature of life and existence. Mm-hmm. And when we use words like connection, there's not just one type of connection. There are infinite types of connection. And what mm-hmm. I mean is, okay, what, what's the weather? What's the weather situation? Well, you could look out the window. You could go outside. Right. If you didn't have an app and you lived a thousand years ago, you would be able to forecast the weather based on your connection with nature. Yeah. But now we have these apps. So when the topic of what's the weather comes up we don't look Do you even, even look, look outside we don't no. even look out the window we look onto this screen with these lights shining in our face to tell us what the weather is like right where we are or i ask to for me which, i ask chose hey is it gonna be cold today <laughs> <laughs> which i mean the app is a sort of connection it is connecting you to something that's real so it's one you know aspect of connection but so is getting your ass out there and actually having looking out the window a first person relationship with yeah. your living environment yeah. which has its own separate kinds of rewards and benefits so anyway yes. yeah this connected thing this quote something else that's the thing that i love and i love cultivating it so that i do feel a sense of support and mm-hmm. comfort and assuredness yeah and it's not all rainbows and unicorns feeling right when i do feel support comforted and assured even Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a very sad poignant kind of feeling yeah um because i think what's wrapped up in it is your awareness of how small you are in this universe too you know and how fleeting things are Mm -hmm. And how fragile Especially things now. are. How yeah. clear that is now. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, exactly. But, yes. but, but the, the overall net result, for me at least, despite the experience being infused and you know, shot through with a sense of loss sometimes and... Uh, yeah, it's not always a great feeling, but it is still a feeling that I would describe in one word as love. Mm. And that's as good as it gets. Yeah. it's To me, it's better than rainbows and unicorns. Better than rainbows and unicorns? Yes, because it's based better? in... Better? Because it's based in a reality that is... So profound. Okay. Yes. Anyways, that's what I have to say about this something else and okay. the root cause of 
anxiety. And I could go on and on, but I won't because we need to move on. Well, we can have another podcast about something else. Okay. About the something else. Okay. You know, that might be helpful to have. It will keep as long as we're doing this podcast, it's going to keep coming up because I love talking about it. I mean, it. that really, yeah. I mean, we have talked about it. Yeah, you know, I we know. talked about it before know, as the disconnection. Shut me up about it. The dis, you know, disconnection. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. when you're disconnected with the something else from the something else, yeah. or you have disconnected yourself from the something else, and then all these things ensue. Yes, right. And it's and this disconnection is really only happening. In your head. On our side of things. Right. Because you can never disconnect. Right. You are alive. You're here. Exactly. You're made of the same stuff everything else is. You're connected. Very true. Okay. Very true. Okay. Okay. So let me just... step um, back. So with this something else, (laughs) for this, so this, uh, this search for the something else. So when you think about that, like searching for the something else, if you are searching for the something else... It probably feels like then that you have this hole. There's because, this hole and now you're searching for the something else. Right. Because you feel this this emptiness. You feel this this hole. Yes. So yes. oftentimes the the fretter will be just doing all these things to fill this hole. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let me fill the hole, let me fill the hole. Let me and that can look like filling the schedule, the calendar. Mm. Let's just make sure I schedule all these things to do. It can be overworking. You know, let me just make sure I got to, you know, I'm going to do this and I have to do to do this today and I got to do this. And you're filling, you're just filling the space, filling the space. When truly something that's helpful that we alluded to in the last, um, in part one is what the fretter actually needs is to create space, not be filling, 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 and, again, and that can also be food, food, or maybe watching too much TV, right? <laughs> episode after episode of home, of um, Homeland. Um, but the fretter needs to create space. Now, when you say space, mm-hmm. that makes me think of emptiness, which feels scary. Yeah. So can you say more about um, So space? creating space, space to process. So you might think that's time to process but it's not necessarily time it's the space it could be two minutes if if you uh, have a job say that has where you have meetings and meetings and meetings creating space might just be not booking the meetings back to back and having space in between the meetings and consciously use that space to process, to check in, to how did that meeting go? To process. Just to take what is five the deep breaths and up? be in your body yeah. kind of thing. To be present, to be present in the moment, hmm. right? To be present. Okay. Um, I know how did that meeting go might not seem like that's present. But what are you left with, right? You had the meeting. How are you feeling? Are you angry about that meeting? Yeah, because are look you... at now what I've, everything got put on my plate. Right, right. Do you have more to Gosh, to damn it to yeah. follow th- follow up on now? Yeah. Like, what are you feeling in the moment? Processing, right? Instead of just doing, 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 Proce- and going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And by processing, um, do you mean? I- I'm trying to just get more specific. Yeah. Right. So when you say processing, it makes me think of acknowledging. 
and sure and validating I mean, and and just it could be all of recognizing that. like hey you know what yeah start feel... with where you are right start with where okay. you are and what you what you're feeling okay. in the moment checking in with yourself right checking in with yourself because a lot of times the fretters go outside of themselves right they're going out they're going out they are essentially running from one thing to the next trying to fill the hole trying to you know okay. do all of that mm. in search of the something else really um so we also talked about uh so that so that's really one tip is creating space so you can do that by um making sure you like in the workplace situation create little buffers between things between tasks um another tip in terms of creating space is to make sure you have a uh to set up some some morning routine for yourself where you create that space to check in with yourself you know instead of maybe starting the morning getting up and then just rushing into okay got to get ready for work got to eat breakfast got to go and got to get to work um, just hitting the next target, space. getting to the next target, Creative getting to the next finish line, right. the next finish line. Right. And even what you are doing in that space to make sure that you're not just, again, filling by consuming. Do you have a morning routine where you're just now filling by just by reading, 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 getting reading, to the and next consuming chapter. more things yeah. or listening to a bunch of podcasts or studying, you know, like that's still filling it sounds like right. everything that we've talked about so far about the being connected mm -hmm. and uh, and not filling, but instead just being and checking in with yourself. It sounds yeah. like all of this, the theme is about um, dealing with anxiety by cultivating the ability to just commune with what is yeah and by what is i mean what is your mental state what is your emotional state what is your physiology like right now just what is it and commune with it be with yeah. it be a companion to yourself in a sense and and that's and have that be enough yes and that's also a very big point of this this whole part too just as this, as the something else is um it's really staying still and staying present so again anxiety is future oriented so really staying present to what is whether that is in me and what i'm feeling what a person is feeling but also circumstances right what are the circumstances yes. outside of me mm -hmm. what they are and staying present long enough to be in that mm -hmm. and not trying to run or to fix it or to make it better right now in this moment mm -hmm. to learn how to to hang around long enough don't run don't fill don't try to cover don't try to fix mm -hmm. to hang in there long enough and some of the things that help to do that is meditation and i know people are so sick of hearing about meditation <laughs> i know you guys I mindfulness know. i know i'm sorry i'm sorry 
but it's true. And now more than ever, you know, we mentioned um, Insight Timer, the app mm-hmm. for, to help with meditation. I think um, the also the app uh, Calm, the Calm app, mm-hmm. has very friendly meditations. Um, the woman's voice, I got to say, I didn't love her tone of voice. So if you're if you're really sensitive to that kind of stuff. You might not want the calm app, but they have really beautiful music and lots of different things there. Um, a lot, lots of um, things in that app to reward you if you if you respond to that. Like, hey, great job! You meditated X amount of time. So if you like that, calm is is a good one. I know Toast, you've used Headspace, mm-hmm. right? Yep, Headspace. And um, we also really, really love um, Sam Harris. Yeah, waking up with Sam Harris and you. Dude, can... I love that dude, Sam Harris. I know he's he's amazing. my boy. I love Sam. He's amazing. Harris. But however, if you if he's probably a good one if you um, love philosophy mm-hmm. and um, and but I wouldn't if start. You're... I wouldn't start there though. Not not for the well here's... average person wanting like okay, you know, I really need to meditate more. It's probably not Sam Harris unless you again love philosophy well if you're if you're kind of disgusted and over it and sick of this whole meditation thing then you might want to try sam then try sam harris sam is actually yeah really great it's called really really great we keep saying sam harris but it's waking up his app is called waking up yeah and it's various shades of blue it's a head and it's various shades of blue (laughs) (laughs) so anyways I think those are the the main points in terms of the tips. So it really is about creating space. Mm -hmm. It really is about not running and filling that hole, staying present long enough to feel and be with what is, Mm -hmm. whether that is um, how you're feeling and where you're at, but also in addition to that, the circumstance, your life situation, whatever is going on. And I think one way to think of that concept is... To be able to be with the dynamism, to be able to be with the ever-changing nature of life. Yeah. Everything in life is always changing, including ourselves, including our goals, including what we want. It's Mm -hmm. always changing. And I I think the knee-jerk desire to want to have things reach an end point Mm-hmm. Like once I reach mm-hmm. the certain goal, whatever yeah. it might be, let that go. Let whether that it's go. In relationships or fitness or diet or career or financial situation or you're possessions or status, the I, the 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 con, right? The illusory thing. The illusory thing <laughs> is, oh, if once I reach the certain end static point, then. Then I don't have to be anxious. Yeah. No. But that's the illusion. Embrace it. Embrace it's, it's it. It's about embracing, hey, things are always changing. So embrace what is now because it's it's not always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. And I will say, actually, there is another point that I want to make that okay. I thought was very, very helpful. Okay. Whittle down your options because having too many options, and these days we have so many options, yep. right? We have mm-hmm. so many options. And now that we are not like walking around and going shopping in stores, mm-hmm. when you're online, sometimes it can be worse, okay? <laughs> right. So whittle true. down your options. So 
uh, because having too many options has been known to create anxiety. You're like this one or this, what should I do? What, you know, and, and a lot of the, the anxiety is created by, um, having too many options and therefore not knowing which one to choose mm-hmm. and not being able to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And then when you can't make the decision, you think, Oh my God, this is so crazy. I should be able to decide, which then feeds the anxiety. Like what kind of, what's wrong with me? I should be able to decide this. It's a crazy loop. Okay. So whittle down your options. Some, and it can be easy things like have the same breakfast every day, start your day with the same breakfast every day or have two that you toggle between. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be having somewhat, if you're working from home now, having somewhat of a uniform, like a go-to. So you don't have to choose like, mm-hmm. what am I going to wear today? It's like, nope. My uniform is I always wear jeans and I always wear this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And have many sets of those things, you know, yep. there are, and some people, for some people that kills the creativity and it kills all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. But these are very basic, basic things where, where if you save your decision energy and all of it, you'll have more energy for the things that really, really matter. Yeah. That things that really matter. To matter. You. Yeah. 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 So like if you're a chef, then maybe you don't want to have the same breakfast every day. Right. Right. It all depends. Unless you want to save your energy for what you're creating. If you're writing a cookbook, then you do want to have the same same breakfast every day. But anyways, <laughs> let me calm down. All right. So I wanted to say that about the options. Okay. Also, too, um, a tip that I've been kind of kicking around and, and seeing, I wonder if I, I, I should try this, um, is not answering emails until 10 a.m., Oh, okay. That's so very practical. So wait until 10 a.m. Okay. Answer emails maybe at 10 a.m. But do you look at the emails before 10 a.m.? No. Oh, okay. So you, so you, you don't, don't look at or do email anything until 10 with email until 10, a, until 10 a.m. Okay. And that's when you look and respond. Okay. Because you're because batching, your you're processing morning, emails. Yeah. Then your whole morning, you're not first thing waking up and checking email. Yes, and you don't yeah. have in the back of your mind like, oh, I should check email, right? Because you've already made the that. decision. I'm doing it at ten. Yeah, yeah. Or that thing where I it's like sometimes practical. I'll set myself up for, uh, just a bad mental state because I'll check, I'll <laughs> I'll look into my email. Yeah, knowing that I'm not going to respond now. Oh, I know. Don't we do that? But still, I'll and then look. you see what you have to respond yeah, to. Yeah, and then later, for the next six hours, I'm you're thinking, thinking about, about oh my god, I better I respond. respond. I better blah, blah, respond. Yeah, right. I know that is crazy, right? Kind of. Yeah, we're we crazy. gotta stop doing that. We're human beings. Okay, that's it. That's it for this episode. Um, so I, again, I just want to put in a plug yeah. for art. All right. Yes. Because the, as you. As you have heard us say, I'll say it one more time. The theme for this episode is the root cause of anxiety is not being able to sit and to commune with the present, with with what is, mm-hmm. even though it might not be comfortable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to commune with it. Yes. That doesn't mean not do anything about it. That doesn't mean ignore it. That just means be okay with it for now, accept it, Let and me- then... Let me give a quick example of oh, okay, this. Okay. Because how light you can take it. Like you don't have to be crazy about deciding, you know, um, what kind of situation warrants staying with the discomfort. Okay. You know, like, oh, this isn't big enough, so this is not gonna help. 
start with the with what you think might be the little things, like the wobbly table at the restaurant. You know? I'd be okay with that. I mean, most people aren't going to a restaurant, so that might be a bad example. But everyone can relate to getting sat at a table or walking in and choosing a table and it's wobbly. And or at the like, supermarket oh, and the cart has that oh, one wheel. Cart. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case, what would it be? That's a very, it's okay. So that's happening. It's staying with that discomfort. And just being like moving on. Yeah. Right. Being okay with it for like, now. Okay. Cause it's temporary. It is temporary. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Right. Okay. So back to art. Yes. This is why I think I find art to be so valuable mm-hmm. and heartening is because it is a forum. It is a world in which you can sit with and experience difficult emotions. True. Yes. And, and this is where your heart and soul and spirit get to commune with that and play with that and be with it and not try to solve it. But just move through the experience, respect it, honor it, salute it, mm-hmm. yes. and and thank it, thank it. Absolutely. So I think that's the value of art. All right. Hopefully, you found this helpful. Please pass this on to any of your fretting fretting friends out there. And again, we just want to plug this amazing book. This book was so helpful. Um, it's called First We Make the Beast Beautiful. First We Make the Beast Beautiful by Sarah Wilson. And with that, we wish you a fantastic week. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, as always, inviting you to live your love story. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify. 